Welcome to episode 156 of the TDR Now podcast. Although I guess for today, it'll be the USJ Now podcast. Um, We are um, coming to you live from Japan. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And you can find us so so many places. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, on YouTube under tdrexplorer, on Facebook at t- uh, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. So um, if you want more content, go to these places. It has everything, and it's always being updated. Um, I, I, we're going to talk about who's doing that in a moment. That's Chris, uh, who's coming up, and who's uh, our, our other co-host. Uh, I'm Trish. I am I am looking at all the Christmas trees in Tokyo and freezing my buns off because I'm a Florida girl. Um, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. But Chris, Chris, you are always updating. You just came back from USJ and we're going to talk about that today. Um, what's up? How are you? Doing really well. I'm uh, running around, I guess, Asia. You're going <laughs> everyone... everywhere. I know. It's been... I wanted to see how how I could cover all the Christmas stuff in all the major theme parks over here, and it's a lot of work. But <laughs> Let's you, just put it that way. You've done it. You went, so you, of course, did TDR, right? Because yeah. you're local here. You went to Hong Kong. You're going yep. to Shanghai. Mm-hmm. You went to USJ. Yep. You're going to Australia, so I don't know if you're going to cover some stuff in Australia or not, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have been going everywhere. Yeah, it's um, it's been fun. Um, I, I kind of wanted to do it for Halloween, but uh, life got in the way. wasn't able to do that, so I thought, well, let's try it for Christmas and just see how doable it is, and apparently it's, it is pretty doable. Is it pretty just, doable? Because it sounds really, really difficult. It's exhausting. Well, I guess... On top of everything, I'm purposely making videos and taking photos mm-hmm. and there's certain things I have to do and all this stuff. So, you know, I guess if someone was just going on a vacation, it'd be pretty relaxing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm there to work. Right. But I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. I, I enjoy every moment of it. So can I assume your New Year's resolution uh-huh. Is that you're going to do Halloween at all the theme parks? I'm going to try. Wow, my that would be amazing. That's going to be fun. Maybe even Universal Singapore. We'll see. That would be super cool because I have uh-huh. never been there, and I wonder what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to head over to the Universal Singapore at some point too. Um, oh, I didn't really introduce myself. I'm the other co-host, Chris, chief content editor of TDR Explorer. Um, I mean, I'm the one eating all the seasonal food at all the different parks, I guess. That's what I've been doing. Oh, my goodness. Um, so before we start, very quickly about our Patreon. I know that everyone loves hearing about it. <laughs> A big thank you to everyone who is already contributing to us on Patreon. Thank you so much. You do help keep the show going. So we really, really do appreciate it. And if you'd like to pledge, you can head on over to TDR, or sorry, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And depending on how much you pledge, you get certain rewards. And one of the rewards is the $2 level access, one of our most popular. 
and this gets you early access to the newest episode. So you'll get the latest episode 24 hours before everybody else. And it's a really easy way to show your support for the show. $2. That's not even a coffee. No, man, right? $2 <laughs> Co- coffee isn't these days bad. Are much more. Yeah. And it does help keep the show running. And a good example is, I think it was last year, Trish, uh, your microphone died. Yeah. And so we had some money from the Patreon and we were able to get that replaced very quickly. So that was really nice. Now, so now it people does, stop it, it does like help. donating. They're like, oh, no, we can get rid of Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone thinks that. They, saved, think they so. saved us, though, because I was like, no, it was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So if you'd like to contribute, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we do have other rewards, too. You can check them out there. So, there's not too much in the news, hey? Um, no, it's kind of... Us. No, you know what? We forgot to add this to the news. Oh, Jesus. I... Yeah. Right? Right? I said, I <laughs> Just so you know, that, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's no news. Wow. <laughs> We're terrible. Well, I'm terrible. You know, it's the holidays. We're both running around like maniacs doing holiday stuff, and... It's you know, of course, things will slip our mind, but something kind of incredible came out this week. Yeah, um, the new Beauty and the Beast attraction. We got to see the animatronics. <gasps> oh my gosh! That uh, everyone that has seen the video said it looks phenomenal, and they're right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I can't believe when I saw the animatronics, it looked like it was right out of the movie. Right, the first time I saw it, I'm like, "Well, what is everybody freaking out about? Like, what is it's just a video?" And then I'm like, "No, it's the it's the animatronic." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is insane! It looks animated. It does. It's so smooth. And it oh my god, it's beautiful." And we now know it's going to be opening in spring 2020. Yes. We we kind of figured that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they've said spring 2020, which is really awesome. Um, my guess is they'll probably try and get it before the anniversary, which is on the 15th. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Or April 15th, I should say. Mm-hmm. And we now know the name of the attraction. It's called Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast. So that's nice. That's really nice. The I was looking at the the, the Japanese name of it, and it's um, Maho no Monogatari, which literally translates to the magical story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess you know, literally translating it over doesn't sound as good in English. I like <laughs> enchanted a, tale. Sounds yeah. nice. It sounds. Re- I mean, yeah. It's 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 gonna be phenomenal. Yeah, this is gonna. I'm I'm super excited. I almost I I got a little emotional watching it because I grew up with Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. And I was what I think seven when that movie came out, and um, I actually we did a play during Christmas. I think it was a Christmas play. Mm-hmm. I was in grade two at the time, and I played Baker number two in the Beauty and the oh. Beast. It's so cute. <laughs> I think I just stood there holding a loaf of bread or something. I don't really remember. I just remember I stood there and did nothing. But hey, I was in it. <laughs> oh my god! 
no, it is. It, it, it was such a groundbreaking film, and yeah, I think it, it it impacted a lot of like our lives growing up, like like the the people that grew up like when we were growing up, like when I was a kid and the movie came out. Um, I was getting ready to do a study abroad um, because I was in an international school for French and I was a total I mean I still am like a total bookworm like I'm such a nerd like I was always reading and it kills me that my son is not a bookworm and I'm like don't you want to read he's like no I'll just watch YouTube and I'm like oh it's so sad (laughs) but I love books and Belle you know Belle was like not like your typical Disney princess, right? And she was like a bookworm, and she's like a little different. I, I, I thought, it's, it's, and it's such a beautiful movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And to see it practically coming to life. It, it, yeah, it does. I, I, was, I was just so blown away. And then it was, I only watched like a short portion, and I'm like, I can't watch anymore. I want to be surprised. And my husband's like, watch the video all the way through. And I'm like, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. I want, I want to watch it like yeah. when we're writing it, you know? It doesn't. I guess it doesn't give away too. It much. doesn't. It doesn't. It's like a really. Yeah. You know, it shows like like slight some things, and it shows like how they're like making it. But I, I just I want to I want to be surprised. Yeah. So summer twenty or summer spring twenty twenty, and also um, there's going to be the village shops, mm-hmm. which is the store or like merchandise store, and then La Taverne de Gaston is going to be the. The restaurant. Right. So we're not getting a Be Our Guest restaurant, which is... I'm kind of happy That's about fine. that. That's fine. I'd rather have something different anyway, you know, yeah. to be honest. Well, seeing how much money they're pouring into this thing, I'm I'm glad that they didn't just take something from... That's already existing, right? hmm So that's nice. So we're going to have something incredibly unique to Tokyo Disney, which is nice. Um, and then also there's going to be the Fantasyland Forest Theater in there as well. It's going to be a... It's going to be the first full-scale indoor theater for a live entertainment at Tokyo Disneyland. That's what I'm... One of the things I, well, I, I, I was most excited about, but now I've seen the attraction. Now I'm more excited about the attraction. But I'm also really, really excited about the theater because it's going to be a really nice level theater. It's going to be, I think, similar to the Big Band Beat Theater, right? Yeah, so we might have like something of that level of quality. I hope so. Coming. I hope so. Like, Let's get together, entertainment division. Let's move. <laughs> Yeah, like let's let's bring this entertainment back up, please. Yeah, like, they can yeah. do it. They can do it for sure. So. Oh yeah. Well, especially with all this stuff happening and like more capa- adding more capacity and all this stuff, like there's gonna there's gonna be budget. I hope for all this stuff. Exciting. Super um, and exciting. then, and you know, on a lesser note, I guess um, we, we know the other <laughs> attractions coming. Um, the Happy Ride with Baymax, That's which is a, kind of a weird name, but okay. <laughs> you know. um, it's essentially the like Mater's, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, mm-hmm. the Alien Flying Saucers. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same ride system. I think just so. Just Baymax. You know, it's so. funny because the name Happy Ride with Baymax kind of sums up what your experience is riding those little rides. They're very, very simple. And yet, surprisingly, you come out with like a smile on your face at the end. You're like just like twirling around and it's kind of fun and you you do get a little happy. I don't know if you'll be happy waiting in a long line to get on the attraction. But when, you know, if the line is short, I think it's okay. Yeah, it's uh, like I've ridden in those rides and they're fun. They are. 
like, I, I, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, they're fun. I find them fun. I do, too. I wouldn't wait a long time for it, I, but it's I agree. <laughs> Definitely not. But you come out with a smile on your face. Yeah. And then we have uh, the Big Pop, which is the popcorn, the dedicated popcorn store. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's in Tomorrowland. And the, the Baymax ride is in Tomorrowland, too. It's not in Fantasyland. <laughs> Just so that's clear. <laughs> um, and then we have Minnie's Style Studio, which is the first character greeting facility at Tokyo Disneyland for Mickey or for Minnie Mouse. So I'm happy that she's getting her own greeting facility because Mickey's had one forever. Yeah. And Minnie's never had. She's always, you know, at the front of the park in her one spot that she swaps out with Mickey <laughs> all the time. Maybe maybe now that Minnie has her own greeting spot, maybe they'll sing happy birthday to her too next time. The next 90 year, 90th? Next, uh, for the 100th. <laughs> 100th, yeah. <laughs> In 10 years. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, very exciting news. Very, yeah, 2020 is going to be the year for Tokyo Disney Resort, I think. Well, until the big expansion of Disney Sea. I should say the, the year at Tokyo Disneyland. Is what what I should say for sure. Um, speaking of popcorn, we got popcorn <laughs> news. Yeah, so there's a new popcorn flavor out at Disney Sea. It's only at Disney Sea. Chinese chili, and it's actually really, really good. I had it the other day. I like Chinese chili. Yeah, me too. I had to ask. About it, because the, the Japanese name is Mora, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> to, to us English speakers. Um, I guess it's just two condensed, two words condensed together, like uh, Mabudofu, which is the spicy tofu. And then there's the Ra something, I can't remember exactly. Ra- from but it's like, yeah, the, the, the spicy sauce. sauce. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like spicy sauce, whatever. Yeah. But it's Chinese chili. It's the best way. That's what they call it. So there you go. Chinese chili. Um, it's not super spicy, which is nice. Um, it's it's enjoyable, <laughs> thankfully. Um, and don't know how long that's going to be around for. Hopefully for a, a, maybe a year. Because usually, because that, that, that popcorn stand in particular, they usually rotate flavors there it seems like now because mm-hmm. it's at that uh, popcorn stand that's on the walkway from Mediterranean Harbor to Mysterious Island right. where uh, Soaring is going mm-hmm. so they kind of seem to put like temporary flavors there it seems like anyway yeah I wonder I wonder I, I hope it stays around you know yeah because we had the the herb and tomato was there for a while yeah and then I don't remember what was there mm-hmm. before I I don't remember before. I remember it used to be cappuccino, like pretty dedicated to cappuccino for a really long time. And then then they started changing them out. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's good. Check it out. I'll have a video on YouTube and stuff too. So there you go. All right. So before we talk about Universal, Christmas at Universal Studios Japan, I want to plug our book on Universal Studios Japan. Yay. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> so if you're planning a trip to Universal Studios Japan, make sure you check out our ebook travel guide. If you liked our Tokyo Disney Resort travel guide, then you're going to love the Universal Studios one too. It's in the same format and all that, so it has everything you need to know. How to decide what hotel to stay at, 
what to eat, what to do, how the express pass works, how to beat the crowds, all that stuff. So if you're planning a trip, make sure you check it out. And also there's chapters on there in there about Osaka and also Kyoto. Because you don't really need to spend a week at Universal Studios Japan. Not like Tokyo Disney where you can no. spend you know, you can easily spend four days or more if you wanted to, but Universal is, you know, one, two days at the absolute most. So of course you're gonna be going into Osaka and Kyoto to check out the stuff in that part of Japan because you really should. Yeah. You really should. World Expo is coming, so hit Osaka before it comes and before it gets mad, mad crowded, right? Oh, yeah. And Osaka is known as Japan's Kitchen. So they have some of the cheapest and most delicious food in all of Japan. Mm -hmm. So if you like the food in Tokyo, you're going to love the food in Osaka. The food is so good. That's right. Foodie Central. So good. I know. Ooh, getting hungry now. (laughs) So you can get your copy over on our website. Go to tdrexplorer.com slash travel dash guides. And you'll see it right there. Just click click buy. And there you go. Okay, so let's talk about Christmas. Yes. Oh, I love it. Sparkle. So, so uh, the Christmas this year is running until January 6th. So unlike Tokyo Disney that ends on the 25th of December, Universal Studios Japan goes until January 6th. Interesting. So that's, nice. so that's like, that's like really close to the U.S. Yeah, I guess so. I never thought of it that way. Well, Universal doesn't really celebrate New Year's. Like, Universal Studios Japan doesn't do a New Year's event. Ooh. Well, I, like, they do a New Year's party. Okay. But they, don't, but they don't go to the extent of Tokyo Disney where they have, you know, actual New Year's event with merchandise and all that stuff. Right. They don't do that. Right. So, it's nice that they have that going on. Um, so, this time around, I'm, I, I'm trying to stay at all the hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time we stay at the Parkfront Hotel. How was that? Easily my most, my most favorite one. My most favorite one. (laughs) It's literally a stone throw away from the park. Like you can walk out the back of the hotel and there's the front of Universal Studios. Amazing. Like it's the closest hotel. And we got it really cheap too um i forgot how much cheap like how cheap it was <laughs> like obviously i i wrote the book but I, I don't remember all the prices and all that kind of stuff off the top of my head but um it worked out to about a hundred dollars us a night for the cheapest room for the peak season right now that's amazing yeah uh we had the city view room mm-hmm. which and it was only on the seventh floor so like we weren't high up because it goes up to the 28th floor and there's, you can also get park view, mm-hmm. but we got like seventh floor and we got to see Universal City and we could also see like <laughs> parts of the building. Like, you know, you know, we can see like the top roof of a building is all like, you know, the heater, like the vents and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So we got to see that. But for a hundred dollars a night, I am not complaining. I would take it. Did you book through the hotel directly or did you book through somewhere else? How did you book it? I booked it right through the hotel. So I normally what I do is I check because I always advocate do it directly with the hotel first because usually they have the better deal mm-hmm. or they'll add something extra on it or whatever. Um, and then I always cross check with like booking.com or Agoda 
Because sometimes, you know, it depends. Like, you might get a better deal in there sometimes, depending on what's going on. Mm -hmm. This time around, it was cheaper to go directly with the hotel. It was super simple to book. Unlike the Tokyo Disney Resort website, (laughs) that is, we all know, know. is very painful. It's a trauma, yeah. This one was painless. I got everything booked in, like, five minutes. Boom, done. Parkfront Hotel, it was... um, it's right there, right at the park, really close. Um, they have a buffet there, uh, a Hawaiian buffet called Akala. Akela? That sounds like fun. Um, didn't do the dinner, but we did do the breakfast buffet. And if you're a guest there, they're going to give you a coupon. Mm-hmm. And we got breakfast for about $21 US. Nice. And they have a large spread. So they have Western options. They have... Japanese options, they have dry cereal, they have, they even have a fondue section, they have desserts and stuff, so there's a lot to choose from there. It was really good. Uh, the room itself, it's it's nice, like it's a newer hotel, it was built in 2015, mm-hmm. so it's nice. Um, I did a room tour video of it, so I'll have that up on YouTube at some point here. And the... The only criticism I had for the hotel was, well, like our room in particular, I can't speak for the luxury rooms. Um, They didn't have USB outlets. Oh, interesting. So for a hotel that was built in 2015, Uh by then people had smartphones. Right. Like a lot of people. So I was a little irritated, I guess, that there was no USB ports. Anywhere. I feel like it's almost standard now, you know? Yeah. So that was the only thing that was the only thing that disappointed me. Everything else was fine. Like it was clean. It was modern. The beds were actually a lot softer than I thought they would be. Because, you know, typically beds in Japanese hotels are a little on the firmer side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was like it wasn't super soft, but it wasn't firm like they normally are. Right. So it was really comfortable, actually. Nice. And our room, our room was on the corner, so we had three windows. So it was kind of neat going to bed at night mm-hmm. because the lights from Universal City were still going. Mm-hmm. So like you get like all these different colored lights kind of coming through the curtains and stuff, which I kind of enjoyed. That sounds pretty. It was, it was nice. Um, so yeah, Parkfront Hotel. I really did. En- I really enjoyed it, and I highly recommend. Like for a hundred dollars a night. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't complain. Like That's ridiculous. The is, like, the room is just a hotel room. Like, they have themed floors because the floors are all themed to different decades. Mm-hmm. But really, by theme, they mean it's a color palette. Right. Okay. Is essentially. But whatever, right? Who cares? For $100 a night, whatever. For $100 a night, you're right next to the park. You know, it's, it's peak holiday season right now. That's insane. Like... You don't know how grateful I was when we left the park at closing mm-hmm. and the hotel was right there. Right. There's nothing worse than you've been at the park all day, open the clothes, and then you have like a half an hour train ride home or something. Right. Or longer. Like, no, the hotel was right there. We were upstairs in bed like 10 minutes after leaving the front of the gate, front gates. Like, not even 10 minutes, probably five. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it's that c- close. <laughs> and I mean, let's say you did get a hotel that's like 30 minutes away. How much cheaper would it be? Because $100 is 
pretty cheap. Yeah, I don't think it would be. It, to be it wouldn't be worth it, you know. No. And Universal is pretty close to the city, or like it is in the city. Mm-hmm. So to commute anywhere later to you know go do other things, it's really not that far. It's not. I know. Yeah. No. So it's nice. It's not like Tokyo Disney, where Tokyo Disney is kind of not in Tokyo. No. Yeah. So to, so to go into the city, like going to Tokyo, you'd have it takes a while. Mm-hmm. So anyway, enough about the hotel. It's great. Check it out. Um, oh my goodness. Where do we start with the, where do we start? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. When you started your day, you said you had breakfast. So you, I know you like to have breakfast before hitting the park. Um, what is, what does your schedule look like? Um, how early did you have breakfast? When did you enter the park? How early would you recommend that people enter the park for Christmas time for the holidays? So, um, the park opened at 930, but they start letting people in at around 905. Right. Which so, is something got, they do, right? Yeah, they do it. Yeah, Tokyo Disney doesn't do it. Tokyo Disney's like on the nose. Mm-hmm. But Universal usually opens the gates half an hour earlier, right. roughly. Half right. an hour, 25 minutes. Like, it's kind of random. I've been there when they don't open it early at all mm-hmm. until, like, they don't open until they're open. So it's, I don't know how they decide it. I'm guessing they just look at what the crowd is like. I don't know. But... Typically about half an hour before they'll open it. Okay. Um, we were there probably 10 minutes before they started opening. Um, and there was quite the lineup to get in already. It probably took us a good 10 minutes just to get through. Okay. So um, don't buy your tickets the day of. Like, don't no, do that. No, never don't do, that. do that. No, don't. Um, you can buy your tickets right at the hotel, the Parkfront Hotel. They'll let you buy your tickets there. Or... Um, you can buy them through Kluke too. I know we advocate that. It's super simple. Um, Kluke actually provided the tickets for us, so thank you to Kluke for that. Big thank you. And um, they also have express passes and stuff there. We didn't do express pass this time because, you know, we were focusing on the Christmas stuff. <laughs> awesome. Um, but first thing in the morning, uh, we did the flying dinosaur because I really love the flying dinosaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To, usually I would do I, I would go do Forbidden Journey in Harry Potter first, but I wanted to film and photograph all the the Christmas stuff there. So I thought, well, let's do Flying Dinosaur first. And like, do you find because I find that Forbidden Journey at the end of the day, the line tends to like drop significantly. Yeah. So if you do it, if you don't do it first thing in the morning, don't do it until later. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like late afternoon, it just drops. The wait time drops. I don't know why it's like that. It just is. Yeah. It's really weird. But, um, yeah, so we did the, uh, the Fine Dinosaur. Then we went over to Harry Potter, um, or, well, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and looked at the um, Christmas decorations, which are, there's not a lot, but there's enough there that, may, like, it, it just works. Mm-hmm. And um, so all the storefronts, because, you know, it's we just have Hogsmeade here and all the storefronts have like garland and stuff on the outside. Right. But it's not just, you know, green and red and they just stuck it on there and call it a day. No, every single one is has the same color palette that matches the storefront, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is really, really nice. And they're all different, too. Like they just. They're not just, you know, different colors. They're all, like, different shapes and sizes and textures and stuff. So a lot of thought went into the, these 
seemingly simple decorations. Um, the one store, the flower shop had pink, pink and purple mm-hmm. flowers on it. And I think Ollivander's had green, brown and green, I think. Decorations, that was really nice. And they had like wreaths everywhere. Yeah. Um, the three broomsticks was all decorated on the outside too. Uh, probably the best thing they had though, and I guess they don't have these at the other uh, Universal parks, there was a Christmas tree. And at first, I, I saw the Christmas tree and I thought, oh, that's really cute. It's nice. It's very simple. It was a green Christmas tree and there was gold um, gold ornaments on it. And there's a little witch on the top flying around, <laughs> flying around the top. And I was sitting there watching it. And then all of a sudden, I saw a bunch of the ornaments started moving and like shifting up and down and stuff. And I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on? Oh, my gosh. And I didn't, I didn't see, but on the other, um, like, uh, to the side of the Christmas tree, um, there was a line, and it's an interactive wand. I love it. Uh, spot. Beautiful. No, I don't Which think I they really do have cool. that at the other parks, because we've been, during the winter time, unless it's new, you know, but or unless it's in California, because we've only been to the Florida one, but I don't remember there being anything like that. I don't think they have it because a lot of people on Twitter were saying, why can't we have this in the U.S.? So I'm guessing yeah. not. No, yeah, I don't think so. That's so cool. So I thought that was really neat. I really liked that. It was Again, it was so simple, but it works. Mm-hmm. And it's temporary, man. How cool is that? Yeah, it's not going to be there forever. Um, and I tried all the butterbeer stuff. <gasps> the hot butterbeer butter. is best butterbeer. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And I don't know when they added this, but there's butterbeer ice cream now. Yes, finally. And there's butterbeer potted cream. <gasps> okay, I've had that. What do you think about that? I was kind of, eh. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I feel like it's so heavy. It's heavy. Like, I felt it almost looked like a creme brulee, but not. It's not, yeah. Um, I felt all the flavor was on the top. Mm-hmm. I feel and then like, the cream. Yeah. W- I felt like maybe I should have mixed it. Um, I what I did was I tried to get like the different layers. Hmm. And there's also whipped cream on it too. But. Yeah, you know, and I feel like after one or two bites, you're good. And it's not that big, but it no. feels like too much anyway. Yeah, it's really rich. It is. And sweet. It's good. And even though it's tiny, I know you're going to look at it and say, oh, whatever. I really recommend you share it, even though it's tiny. Yeah. Because it is really it's rich. A bit, it's a bit much. Yeah. Um, the hot butterbeer is the best. I love it. Um, the butterbeer ice cream is also really nice. It is. And it's not like the ones in the U.S., well, at least in Orlando when I was there, because it was the soft serve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one comes in like a little individual container. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I was reading, like, on the back of it, I guess it's made from, it's made by Baskin Robbins, Japan. So do you think there could be a point where they have that, like, as, like, a flavor, like a limited time flavor? That They'd be smart to do that. I'm surprised they didn't do that with the latest um, Fantastic Beasts movie. I know. Maybe maybe they're considering it. Or, you know how, like, at the hotels they'll sometimes sell ice cream? Maybe they could sell it at the Universal Hotels. 
Oh, maybe. Right? Yeah, because there is Baskin Robbins inside the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's possible. But that's so interesting, uh, the collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so, too. Um, and then we have the night. There's the, There was a nighttime show. Right. The nighttime castle projection show. Um, from what I'm told, the projection show's the same as the ones in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still it's still lovely. It's at night. It runs every 15 minutes. I think after 6 p.m. And it's it's Christmas version, um, but for the one here, they added live actors to the show. Nice. So four students come out, one from every house, and. They kind of, I like how they do this. I think they do such a good job with this is they always have two, um, two staff members or two actors. I don't know what to call them. (laughs) Performers. Two performers are native Japanese and then two performers are native English. So they, they keep alternating between English and then Japanese, English and then Japanese, which I think is really a really good way of doing it. Mm -hmm. I agree. And they interact um, with the show and everything. And, you know, all the students are doing different things on the castle. Like, everything was timed nicely. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know, it, it added an extra layer to the, to the show, which I thought was really lovely. And thankfully, this show runs until February. So it doesn't end on the 6th of January. Oh, fantastic. Like, it's Christmas, but it's also winter. Right. So eh, there you go. It's it, it's worth seeing, and you don't need to line up early for it because it's every fifteen minutes. You just kind of can shop five minutes before, and you're fine. So you, like you don't need to fight to get a spot. There you go. I love it. Um, <laughs> I put a picture on Twitter. <laughs> they even decorate Jaws. Wait, what? <laughs> uh huh. Hold on, I'm going to Twitter right now. Well, I'm. By Jaws, I mean the photo spot. Right. They decorate like the so hanging... there's a photo spot. Yeah, the hanging Jaws. <laughs> they put a Christmas wreath around his neck, <laughs> which is hilarious. And I took a picture with it. Oh my gosh! Oh wait, I see it. It's very cute. <laughs> oh my god, Chris, this is adorable. I know. I love how they do that. <laughs> With the big ribbon. It's just, it's so silly. It is really silly. The the wreath is really well made, too. It is. It's not cheap. No, man. They didn't just roll up to Daiso and pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) They put some money into that one. Um, We'll use it again next year. (laughs) No, but it looks really, really nice and detailed and themed to the area. Mm Mm-hmm. It's... It was one of those unexpected things. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, the minions area, the minion park, it's all decorated for Christmas, like full on Christmas. How is it's that? It's really cute. It's cute, yeah. It's cute. I, I know, like people either love or hate the minions. It's kind of like one of those things. It's true. Um, they can be a little grating. Sometimes, but I understand the the appeal. They're they're quite cute. Um, the whole area is decorated for Christmas, so Christmas decorations and all that. Um, and they also do character greetings 
and they're like they'll wear like little Santa hats and stuff. Oh, rocking! That's cute. Um, it was raining, so we didn't get to see the like Hacha Mecha Christmas surprise or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh-huh. We didn't get to see that unfortunately because it was raining pretty hard. Oh. Uh, so that kind of sucked. But um, they had some cute food. What kind of food did they have? Um, so the one item that's pretty popular and they, they usually have a seasonal one is the the sandwich. It's like the ice cream sandwich that they do. So like cookie sandwich. Mm-hmm. So they have like a, a yellow cookie that's obviously a minion and then they'll put various um, fillings in the middle to make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, the one for Christmas is a, like a strawberry shortcake. Oh, cute. Of course, strawberry shortcakes so are Japan. Whipped, whipped cream and strawberry. I didn't get to try that one, unfortunately. I didn't. I had other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried the cream puff, though. How was the cream puff? It was really nice. Um, I had it before. All they had, all they did was they stuck reindeer ears and a red nose on it. You know <laughs> and called what? it Christmas. You know what? That's all I want. That's all I want is the Instagram photo. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. So it was a little cream puff that looked like a minion, and the, the cream was yellow, mm-hmm. so it was banana flavored. Of course. <laughs> and I really like it. I, I thought it was really good. It sounds good. Um, yeah. Um, they had a Minions pizza, which I didn't get to try. Um, it was just like standard pizza, but there's like a little Minion like cheese ball hmm? on it that had like a picture of a Minion on it. Oh. That was kind of weird, but I, 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 I was too full by that point to try it, <laughs> so I didn't get it. Um but they did have like a variety of hot chocolates, like cute ones to try. I was going to ask you. Okay, so I see here various hot chocolates, and then you have different like characters. What what do you mean? Like, how are they? Are they decorated, or what's going on with these hot chocolates? So everything from the cup to the toppings is all themed. What? So the minions one comes with the minions cup and he's like dressed for Christmas oh. and there's whipped cream on the, on the top of the hot chocolate uh-huh. and they have like um, little colored candies, like circular candies okay. on it. And there's a little cookie put on the top with a minion on it. Oh. Um, it's it's hot chocolate. Like, it's nothing special in terms of flavor, but it looks cute. And it's hot chocolate. You can't go wrong with hot chocolate. You can't really mess that up. I mean, it gets um, chilly. And, and, you know, since you had, like, a rainy day, hot chocolate is, like, a nice. lifesaver on those kind of weather days, isn't it? It is. And I'm a big fan of um, marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that they had marshmallows in them. Yes! Like, Yay! That's so that, like, amazing! That makes it. It does! <laughs> Uh, then they had the fluffy um, hot chocolate. You know, fluffy is the uh, the unicorn. They're like, oh, it's so fluffy, I could die. Like that. Wait, wait, character. wait. Who is fluffy? Because my son is obsessed with unicorns right now. Uh, Fluffy's from um, Despicable Me. Okay. It's one of the, um, I think it's from the first one. All right. I believe. Like one of the little girls finds a little unicorn and she's like in love with it and she just says it's so fluffy I could die <laughs> and so now that character is like there's a they, they've they replaced the moppy store uh-huh. with a fluffy store Oh, it's all unicorn pink everything oh my god do they have that all year uh, it's very recent okay. I think like the last couple months they did it 
my son is like obsessed with unicorns. It's really weird. He wants unicorn pajamas for Christmas. I don't know what's going on. Well, there you go. But Take him to USJ. We're going in the summer, so okay, unicorn store. <laughs> we're there, fluffy. Um, and then there's a Hello Kitty one as well, which is really cute. Of course, Hello Kitty. Mm. She's like the queen of Japan. Yep. There's Christmas bu- Christmas Christmas popcorn buckets. Let's talk <clears throat> about this. Okay, what do they have for Christmas? Because their popcorn buckets are oh, they're expensive, but they are always over the top and super amazing. So the the minion Christmas one this year mm-hmm. is fluffy mm-hmm. with a minion riding it in a Christmas hat. Oh my gosh, how did we miss that? That's amazing. That is it's ridiculous. And they so they do this thing the day that you buy it, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how it works exactly. I never, I forgot to do it. Um, there's a sign that says when you buy that popcorn bucket, you get free refills all day. Nice. Okay. And I thought, like, why would you get free refills? And then when I opened it, opened up the popcorn bucket, it's actually really small uh... inside for the amount of popcorn inside okay. that can fit. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that makes sense why they're giving out free refills. And what was the price? 3,400 yen. Okay, that's not bad. I was expecting like 4,000 something. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't make sounds or anything then. Not that I knew of. Okay, okay. No. But yeah, they have so many different popcorn buckets. It's usually minions. Oh, and they have an Evangelion popcorn bucket, but that's not Christmas themed. Okay. Uh, That's for the Evangelion attraction. Um, Okay, we need to talk about the voice of an angel though. Okay, so this is like an award-winning show. Yeah. And it's supposed to be amazing. So, unfortunately, it was raining, so they heavily altered the show. So, it wasn't as good as it could have been, I guess, Mm -hmm. like, visually. Okay. But, like, the sound. um, They they have live performers. Um, I think for the whole stage. uh, The stage is in, like, the New York area. Right. The whole stage, I think they're supposed to have um, tons of actors or, like, performers come out. Yes. But because it was raining, they can't do that, obviously, because it's dangerous. Um, But they had the singer, the live singers come out, which was four non-Japanese people, two of which were children. Oh. Wow, where did they they get those kids from? I don't know. I thought (laughs) that, too. I'm like, where did you came from? How much are you getting paid? Right. Um must be a lot because when they start like as soon as they start singing it felt like i was back home i was i was almost in tears i'm like oh my goodness wow. like it just it gave me chills like they sang like the big christmas songs oh. and everything it was just it was so beautiful and on top of that they had like all the projection mapping and stuff which was really lovely and then everything was in time with the large christmas tree mm-hmm. which i guess at one point held the Guinness World Record for the Christmas tree with the most lights on it. Yeah, yeah. Like a million or something like that. Like, it was just... If I got to see that full show... You might I think you I might probably cry. Would have been, I probably would have been bawling. <laughs> but from what I saw, though, like, it was, it was such a good show. And I oh. thought, wow, like, this is... This is amazing. <laughs> like, there's no other word to describe it. That's one show that we always wished we had had time to go see. I mean, I've seen video, and you know video never, never does it justice. And on video, it looks spectacular. You know? Mm -hmm. So you know in person, 
when it's the full show like like when you're like describing it, i'm like i can imagine like you you would you would tear up because it's just so so beautiful and they had uh pyro with it as well yeah. so and fireworks came from two different spots one was behind this well not not directly behind the stage but like behind the building and then also from behind the christmas tree mm-hmm. so they had pyro going off everywhere and stuff and it was just it was just a ugh, an experience. Wow! And um, they had a they they have a paid area, so you can buy tickets the day of. Mm. Where it's where you like dead center, right? So obviously that's like the best spot because you're paying for it, right? Um, we didn't do that. We stood off to the side, um, which was fine because um, it was raining. A lot of people had umbrellas up, yeah. But thankfully in Japan. Uh, people are very courteous, so a lot of people actually put their umbrellas away. Even though it was raining, they put them away so other people could see the show. Oh, wow. Which was really nice. Yeah. So I felt compelled to do it, too, but then I was soaking wet afterwards, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, your hotel's right there, so you're good. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> um, For the pay yeah, seats, Voice of an Angel. how much were the pay seats, do you know? I think it was like 3,000 yen or something. Okay. Like, it was not cheap. No, yeah. But if it's like a once in a lifetime thing, eh, mm. pony up the money and there you go. Um, then we watched the nighttime parade again. Right. So was it different this time or? No, it was the exact same as before. Okay. Um, my thoughts are still the same. It's a really pretty parade. It's just a little disjointed, mm-hmm. but that kind of comes with the territory because they use four different, completely different franchises. Right, right. There's no way you can make that into a cohesive story like a Disney parade. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can kind of forgive that because you can't make Transformers and Harry Potter work together. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> right, right, right. But the projection mapping they do on the buildings is really cool. Um, the Harry Potter floats are by far the best ones. Uh, the Minions floats are just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Transformer ones are kind of... So did they do the transformation, the transformer, like changing this time or no? I didn't I didn't see it, so I don't know what happened there. Uh, if it's not doing it anymore, I don't know. Oh no. And then uh, then there's the Jurassic Park one. Mm-hmm. I like the Jurassic Park is, one. It was fun. It was cute. Yeah. Um, Although it was kind of funny, um, like this is not a criticism at all. I just thought it was pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. So they had four velociraptors in the cage. Mm-hmm. Clearly, someone didn't show up for work. Uh-oh. Or the other velociraptor didn't show up because three of them were moving, jumping around. One just was like kind of propped up oh, no. on the cage and didn't move at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really good. It was just kind of funny. Oh, no. But anyway, the, the like for what the parade is, it's it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It really is. Especially the Harry Potter one. Right. I think that one's really fun. So it's it's definitely worth worth seeing. Oh, my gosh. Um, and yeah, so overall Christmas there, I really enjoyed it. Um, Voice of an Angel by far is like the best part. Mm-hmm. And then Harry Potter's the close second. The rest of the park, they don't really do too much. Um, well, I guess the the Winter or uh, Universal Wonderland, they do some stuff there. Okay. All right. So that's not bad. Oh, character greetings. Oh. Um, 
the Grinch. You can meet the Grinch. Oh, uh-huh. So cute. And and it's the cute one from the new movie. Nice. Which was totally unexpected. That was in the um, under the canopy mm-hmm. in Universal. I thought I just saw this green thing walk by, and I look over. I'm like, wait, that's the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, so that was really cool. Did you take a picture with the Grinch? I did. <gasps> awesome. I think I have it on Twitter. Uh, oh, so at Universal City Walk, mm-hmm. um, we went to this really good shabu shabu place. I love shabu shabu. It's called Shabu Shabu Sai. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's called, um, and it is cheap. I'm talking twenty one hundred, or wait, twenty one dollars US per person for ninety minutes. It's not bad. That's pretty good. Um, and what like what what Shabu Shabu is? You get to pick meat, um, thin slices of meat. So it's like beef or pork, mm-hmm. and then you get to pick a broth. And then you just cook it in the broth with vegetables and stuff, and you get to eat all that for 90 minutes. Shabu Shabu is life. It is so good. I love it. I love the things like you can just cook yourself. Yeah, true. It's so nice. And then we, we added on the drink bar, like unlimited soft drinks. And there's also um, ice cream, mm-hmm. unlimited ice cream. Yeah. So that's nice, too. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, you know, Christmas at Universal is definitely worth going to. I agree. It's very, it, yeah, it's amazing. It's very for, fun. For Voice of an Angel alone, it's worth going oh. to. Is is this the last year or are they going to do it again? Or This is the last year for it. No. So they'll probably do something similar. Just maybe call it a different name is my guess. Yeah. I hope so anyway. I hope they do something at least as spectacular. Yeah. Um, oh, as for crowds... It wasn't overly busy. Um, I guess, like, the Flying Dinosaur got up to 100 minutes, mm-hmm. which is pretty low for it. Like, it usually gets, like, to 120 or 200 minutes. Right. So 100's not bad. Like, I guess the crowds were kind of moderate, I'd say. Okay, okay. So it wasn't too busy. Like, we went on a Thursday. Ah, uh, not bad. So Thursday, like, might be a good time to go. And school is not out yet. So. Yeah. All right. I had a bunch of people ask about about this. So this is kind of like the listener question thing. Um, where is the new Super Nintendo World going? And it's going right beside Harry Potter. The Wizarding World. It's going to be a busy area of the park. Yeah. I So we were walking, when we were walking to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of the trees were gone. And I thought, why would the trees be gone? Cause like that 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 walkway is so immersive, like the tree. There's so many like the trees are so dense that you don't see anything else. Yeah. And I thought, well, why would that go away? And then I remembered, oh right, the typhoon that went through oh. a few months back. Oh no. Probably took out a lot of those trees. Yeah. Because the trees were pretty tall. Yeah. And that typhoon was not small. No. No. Yeah. So my guess is a lot of those trees probably had to be cut down. Yeah. Or they got. Unfortunately. Yeah. So you could kind of see, like, as you're walking, you can kind of see into the Jaws attraction a little bit. Like, if you looked up, you would see, like, some of the buildings. Which I'm like, ah, oh, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, it it takes time to recover from something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then for our park tip, uh, this is character greetings. So uh, we also have this in the ebook too. So character greetings usually happen under the canopy. 
which is like the the main entrance, like their their quote unquote main street, like that main entrance area. Um, they do greetings in the morning and also the afternoon. They they don't do them at e- in the in the evening for obvious reasons. Um, so there, the Grinch is there. Hello Kitty is there. Woody Woodpecker and his girlfriend. I don't know her name. Woody Woody Peckett. Woodpecker. How nostalgic is that? I know it's really strange seeing him. Um, and also uh, Shrek and Princess Fiona sometimes shows up too, which is very random. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marilyn Monroe sometimes shows up too. Okay. So yeah, under under the canopy, go there. All right, so that's it. Yay. Yay. So definitely <laughs> so, sounds like a great place to go for the holidays. And it's cool because like since it runs later, you could hit TDR and then hit this place afterwards because a lot of places in Japan, it, it's kind of dead around New Year's. So if you're here and you happen to be here during New Year's, it kind of gives you something to do. Yeah. So we have to say thank you to some explorers who are supporting us on Patreon. A big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Akie, Alex, Amy, and Amy, the two Amys, <laughs> Angela, Mama Explorer, hi mom, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carlos, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, and Disney It Girl. Okay, and thank you to Emily and JP. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Lee and Marie. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Murray and Rosaline. Thank you, Sophie and Stephanie and Thomas. Thank you, Tiffany and Tomoko and Tracy. Big thank you to all of you. And you do help keep the show running. So big thank you. Love you guys. So that's it for the show today. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your op- your podcast from. I almost said wherever you get your audio from. I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> Make sure you leave us those five stars on iTunes and all that. Give us a good review. Helps us rank better and people can find us and all that fun stuff. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com and... Find us all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor of TDR Explorer, and I am the one that is going to be sleeping probably until the new year. (laughs) (laughs) After all that eating. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Dream Sweets Love and I am the one hunting Christmas trees in Tokyo and illuminations because that's what we call holiday lights here. Love you guys and keep exploring. Until next time. Bye.